Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A very good morning to you. It's Breakfast with Pat and Heels on this Wednesday, the 28th of Feb. We're here for Burbank Homes, the builders you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes and Hyundai. The all-new Hyundai Kona N-Line is out now. We'd love you to join us. Uncorp Home Resilience Open Line, 13 13 55, or the text line, 0467. 736-736. Morning, Heels. Morning, Patty. Good to see you. And how was it all? Yes, they were very smooth. Down and back, no dramas, uh, no waiting for private jets. Uh, no, 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 all the flights were on time and, uh, yes, it was a, a long day at Parliament House yesterday, but I think a rewarding day. Obviously, Wally was the star of the show, uh, did uh, well, countless interviews, uh, met countless politicians, posed for countless photos. Yes. Uh, and uh, hopefully we got the message across on behalf of Dementia Australia. Uh, and they're, they're looking, you know, obviously they're looking for federal funding. And that was the mission yesterday. And I think the arrival of Wally in the nation's capital added a lot of gravitas to the push by Dementia Australia for funding. Yes. So it's well and truly included in Dementia Australia, the football CTE side of things. Yes. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, what about, I thought you might wear your merch in today. I saw you on the news last night up on the stage with a nice orange T-shirt. Yes, we all had, uh, we only have one brain, uh, T-shirts. Uh, but no, it's a little stinky today, Hill. So uh, I've I've left it at home. Well, I didn't see you running around. I saw you sitting in it. Yes, I was. Well, we did a bit of moving. It's a big place, Parliament House. Very impressive. I haven't been there for it's, a long, long it's time. It's fun. You can you can see how it absorbs them, eh? Yeah. And the corridors of power. I uh, I got uh, got a chance to go up to the Channel Seven offices. I've run into a couple of people that uh, I used to work what, with. What in in Parliament House? Yes, yeah, they're, yeah. they're blowing up. It's uh, a little bit archaic compared to everyone else's. So I think there's Renos right. on the way for the uh, Seven offices. Okay. But uh, no, look, it was it was a rewarding day. We're going to have Wally on. He's he's agreed to have a chat around about seven. 30 this morning, and we'll talk about this. I mean, it's a big move for him, Hills, obviously, to talk about this. Uh, we don't call it CTE, we call it probable CTE, because yes. as you know, it can't be diagnosed until post-mortem. But I was very interested to read, and so were everyone from um, from Dementia Australia, comments on the show yesterday, Corey Parker obviously filling in for me and did a great job, but uh, he made some fairly stark admissions as well yesterday while he was talking to you. I have no doubt whatsoever over my tenure you know, as a rugby league player that I have symptoms. I have symptoms of, of CTE. Mm. Uh, but it's something that you can't really get a, a grasp on until, obviously, a post-mortem. So, yeah, as a father of four and, and my boys play contact sports, the game has some accountability to take. That was fairly confronting stuff yesterday. Uh, and, and as was the... the f- 
the, the panel that I facilitated yesterday as well. I mean, obviously, Wally had his message, um, but there was Lynn McGregor, who was the wife of Rod McGregor, who played uh, for New South Wales back in the 70s, won a, uh, won a premiership with Harry Bath uh, as coach, Bath's Babes, they call him, yes. in his taboo season. He's really struggling, and she got very emotional as she spoke about the effects of, uh, of dementia on him. And, and another gentleman, Robin, who was a, a Fortune 300 corporate lawyer for one of the big companies, and he had a bike accident, and then it was basically, you know, they realised as they delved f- further into his story that he'd had quite a few concussions as a young footballer. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, he's, he's gone down, a, he went down some very dark paths as well. Obviously, you know, he, he admitted that he, he'd pondered suicide. Uh, he had dramatic mood swings in front of his family, and, including his two daughters who he just, you know, I love dearly, but he said I couldn't control it. So, no. th- th- look, there's a lot of research to be done, and that's yes. exactly why... Uh, they're hitting up. Uh, they are hitting up the federal government for funding yesterday. But I've got to say that uh, I think they'd be very happy. Number one with the publicity they got, and number two with the hearing they got from quite a few senior politicians on both sides of the house. Yes. So it was it was very good. The other thing here that I want to mention, which we were just devastated to learn as, as we got off the plane last night, that one of the pioneers of rugby league in this state, Daryl Vanderveld, who you know well, I know very well. Has passed. Unbelievable. Yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, um, you know, this is a time when we're we're celebrating all things league. You just got to look at the paper today. It's a lift out a thon. You know, there's massive previews to the season. There's posters of players right the way through the week, and then we get hit by this unbelievably sad news. He was a force of nature. There's there's no doubt about that. Was Daryl Vanderbilt, and he passed suddenly this week. Complications after surgery at just seventy two. Um, you know, the, there wasn't a facet of rugby league that he didn't touch. I mean, he played, he coached, he won a couple of premierships with the Dolphins in the in the BRL. He spent a lot of time over in England. Um, you know, he's one of the uh, the hidden stories behind Alf's. Uh, you know, the the top secret mission to get Alf home in two thousand and one for Game Three of the State of Origin. He was the Warrington coach. He was the one that Bennett would have approached to tick off. Hey, would you let Alf go? for a, a match and so I can get him home. So there's plenty of stories there, but uh, one of the great blokes and did a lot for the family of league, the old men of league. Yes. Uh, and also was uh, was on the board of Queensland Rugby League for 10 years. And still um, heavily involved with the Host Plus Super Cup. Yeah. He, he was sort of like the, what do you call it, the referee or, you know, the, the what do you, what's a tennis tournament? Umpire. Uh, no, tennis tournament, uh, the commissioner. Oh, like yeah, the over... The director. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, he sort of was the, the man holding the host plus together. Yeah. That's when I last saw him. He was in the little grandstand at the Burley Bears. Yeah. And he says, Hills. I said, but Brow, what are you doing here? He says, I'd just look at the game, a few games and wow. the players that are coming through. I went, unbelievable. That was last year. Yeah. So they do tell us, hey, me- medical people do tell us no surgery... It should be taken for granted. Yeah. It's not just come into hospital and go under general and, and it's easy peasy. There are complications that can arise with all surgeries. They, I've gone, yeah, yeah, a couple of times about that. Yeah. A little bit of the extra sadness for me, obviously, it was the anniversary of Billy Jay's passing yesterday as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it was five years ago on February 27 that we lost uh, William John Smith. So, yeah, look, it, was, it could have hit me with a ton of bricks when I walked off the plane last night to that news.
Uh, lots on the show today, as I said. Uh, Wally's going to join us after seven thirty to have a chat about uh, his visit to uh, the nation's capital yesterday. And look, there's no doubt I'll ask him about this Vegas experiment. Uh, it's getting a lot of traction here, isn't it? I mean, yes. publicity-wise, it's massive. Um, we know the teams. We know the, the big news, I suppose, out of the Bronx of Corey Oates being left aside, and Dean Mariner goes on the wing. Apart from that, it's pretty much as we expected. Um, so they're going for speed. Yeah. And a kicking game might be okay to cover. Yeah. Well, well, Dean Mariner wouldn't be too bad under the kicking game either, I guess. So right. it's not going to lo- you're not going to lose much there. And they're going for the extra speed on the wing. Very difficult to get around teams with speed. They're saying with the the narrower ground, but they're going to have a go. Yeah. So Pierre Cura comes in. He's over the. Uh, MCL what about that? Too. I saw him on the news. Said his knees a hundred percent fit, and you see the strapping he had on it. <laughs> <laughs> But that that pack looks awesome. Uh, Jensen's been rewarded. He's had a really good off season. All the reports from Red Hill were, you know, putting massive wraps on him. Walters and Ars, Piercura, Ricky Carrigan. It's a it's a potent Ford pack. But I tell you what, the the, the Roosters backline is potent as well. Tedesco, Tupo, Billy Smith, Manu, Suleihi, Kiri, and Walker. So it looks like a you know, on paper really really good game of footy. I, I'm more, so. I'm worried about the Fords too. That backline is unbelievable, as you said. But Angus Crichton's been left out of their Fords, right? So Spencer Lenu has come in from yep. from Penrith right into the front row with Collins, Lindsay Collins, and Brandon Smith. How good's that? Yep. So they they've got plenty of the Roosters. So he's not even on the interchange, Angus Crichton. Uh, yeah, he's uh, they're uh, they're they're looking very strong as well. So yeah, you're right, Lenu and Collins, Brandon Smith, uh, and and Radley. Yeah. <laughs> Victor, uh, the they're Victor calling it the lunatic stakes or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's right up there. Yeah, look, I mean, they're loving it. All four teams over there, Ethan Bullymore, uh, you know, they're just, they're just delighting in this trip. I think it's um, just a great opportunity for the game if we could begin to penetrate into, you know, the US market and, I guess, show them what our game's about. Well, you know, it's only going to grow our game and put it even more on a global stage and then strengthen it back in Australia. How long do you reckon you've got to give it? Like uh, to have a successful rugby mm. league industry, rugby league in a new country. <laughs> well, I mean, we're di- we're reading different things about crowds. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hearing that they're starting to sell more tickets, and there's a little bit of a, a rush. There'll be an arrival of celebrities. They're talking, you know, some of the Kansas City boys, maybe Patrick Mahomes in the crowd. I don't know whether that's uh, pie in the sky stuff. Mm. Um, well, we'll certainly find that out after the day, won't we? Yeah. But, yeah, no, Pete Bedell, I think it was Pete, told us 28,000. Hope they do better than that. Mm. Anyway, so, um, yeah, hope they do get a, a bit of a run on. Um, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be huge to look forward to. And uh, on the league stakes, we've got uh, the Gold Coast Titans uh, excitement machine, Keanu Keeney. He's going to join us. And uh, also Dane Zorka. Coming in, Lions, Lions game this week uh, against uh, the Swans. Their trial match has been put back uh, a little bit because of the heat factor. Right, eh? Talking 39 degrees early, so it's been shoved back a little while. Mm. Um, but, yeah, look, Zorks will talk us through how, how the uh, the preseason has gone. Everything looks to be okay. They're, they're rolling along well, yep. the Lions. And They've got plenty to come back in, rounds three to five. Yeah. A few of them to come back in. Sydney are talking up their midfield. So we'll see what they've got as well because uh, they could be a bit of a dark horse, people are saying. Mm. Uh, the other thing, of course, uh, tonight, Hills, uh, Matildas, 
their return match against Uzbekistan. Steph Catley, uh, who's taken over a skipper with uh, Sam Kerringe and you know, there's just a little bit of desperation yeah. now to try and grab a trophy, to put something on the mantelpiece. I mean, we know the World Cup was probably beyond wildest. They finished fourth at Tokyo, so they've been just outside the podium and uh, they're desperate for, for a trophy. And that's something that sits pretty heavy within this group and um, we obviously are all getting a little bit older now and the opportunities for major tournaments is getting thinner. We're definitely very motivated to get something physical out of the last however many years that we've built this team up to the point that we are now. And she's also saying, Steph, that that Sam Kerr remains a big influence on this squad. I'm still very much leaning on Sam and she's very much involved in um, a lot of the decision-making and things that we talk about. She's had to play some games, don't they, mm. the Matildas? And you, you just think, you know, this started in the lead-up to the World Cup and what have you, but no, nah, you know, it's always like this. 122 games Steph's played, so it's time, girls. Come mm. on, you can beat the likes of Spain and USA, yeah. Sweden. <laughs> Take them down. The coach was asked about the conditions. I mean, I, I can't believe they do this. I mean, they've been in Tashkent mm. and all of a sudden they're back here. Only a f- It seems like only a few days later they, they, they've got to put the strip on again tonight to back up for this second leg. They've got a 3-0 lead, but uh, they're going to go in all-out attack. But, yeah, Tony Gustafsson has got to manage his, uh, his, the way the squad goes. There's never going to be an optimal circumstance when you fly that much and you have jet lag and you have the different temperature and such. But I know one thing, and that is these players never complain. No matter what's thrown at them, they go out there and give it 100. Yeah. I think Jack was talking yesterday about parking the bus and protecting your 3-0 lead. Come on. Come on. Have, have a it, crack. The last 15 minutes, last game, Jack, they, they put thinking? three on them. They put three on them, and tonight could be anything. Could mm. be six at Marvel. I'm hearing risk aversion. He's yelling it through my ear. Please. Yeah, someone please, lock that box. Please, please, please. Uh, Vanessa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I, I'm well, thank you. Happy <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. Well, look, I'll bring the tone down a little bit to start with. Breaking news this morning about the deaths of a man and woman with two bodies found in a home at Doolandella in Brisbane's outer southwest. A crime scene was set up about seven last night and police are at the scene looking for evidence. Two men led from the scene and helping police with their investigations there. They've spoken with neighbours and are still trying to identify the bodies and the causes of death. So we'll be keeping you updated on that story this mm-hmm. morning. Now, this was a really interesting development yesterday, heading back to COVID vaccine mandates. Now, police employees and ambulance staff took their workplace mandates to the Supreme Court in 2022. Uh, a group of them, about 70 workers who did not want to get vaccinated and would not comply with the directives. Now, a judge has actually ruled partially in their favour and found that the direct Directives did breach a section of the Human Rights Act. And so now there is concerns that unfair dismissal claims could be on the way and that this is the first such case in the Supreme Court, but that many more might follow in different industries and different workers, uh, you know, including other Queensland health workers as well who weren't part of this. Uh, so, look, I think that this is just going to be the beginning of some of these cases and, yeah, whether, uh, you know, um, officials and authorities in Queensland and around Australia really did have the authority to mandate that va- that workers they get vaccinated. Yeah, and I see Clive mm. Palmer was part of that. I think he's, mm. he's 
put money into the uh, Yes, he the was course, yeah. very happy about this outcome and I think he will certainly continue pushing this barrow as well. Mm. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. And uh, look, some fresh ideas this morning in the Courier Mail about the infrastructure for the Brisbane Olympics. Mm. Now, uh, former South Bank chairman Steve Wilson has put a new proposal forward with his wife, Jane. Now, they say Brisbane needs to spend money on this and actually take our opportunity and, uh, and you know, really put ourselves on show to the rest of the world. The suggestion, a 50,000-seat stadium at Victoria Park, Suncorp Stadium to be upgraded to 65,000 seats and the Gabba to be transformed into an arena similar to Madison Square Garden in New York, uh, an 18,000-seat venue that would be a bit of a Brisbane Arena event centre and that all three venues could be linked through Green Avenue's Sporting Hero Walkways and, uh, you know, a bit of a, a golden triangle. He's mm. dubbing it. Well, so... I've got to say, Hills, didn't we hear it here first? One of our listeners suggested Vic Park. Yeah. They said, number one, building it wouldn't cause major delays to traffic, etc. No, because, because of the location of Vic Park. Yeah. The public transport infrastructure is certainly there with more planned as well for yeah. that area. And it's been cleared. <laughs> yeah. So and, and it's, it's council owned. Idea. It's a great idea. Steve Wilson probably has very strong liaisons with Adrian Schrinner. Mm-hmm. The, the council, so they'll probably be all ears, mm. and uh, they're all really good ideas. Look, now, I, just yeah. if you just give us the quote, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Look, I think great suggestions as well. But like this stuff needed to be thought through three years ago. Yeah. You know, as always, time is ticking on these decisions. Hopefully, he's having a conversation with Graham Quirk as this review uh, continues, and with that due to be handed down in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully these suggestions have been put forward. I saw that. I'm like, he's he and he and Jane are they are and Hills. You you've always wanted definition. They are one of Brisbane's power couples. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yes. uh, and uh, yeah, I'd I'm, agree with that one. Yeah, you agree with that oh, one. Yeah, <laughs> they both put their mouth where their money is <laughs> and contributed money to many good things around Brisbane yeah. and certainly put time into being on boards and chairing stuff. So mm. what about Mitch and Alyssa? Are they Cricket's power couple? I don't think so. Because they're never together. <laughs> <laughs> At some awards ceremonies, w- they one, are. one, <laughs> <laughs> one a year is that? The what crickets they get? couple, probably. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> hey, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Vanessa. The Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line thirteen thirteen fifty five. Text line 0467 736 736. Stack of, a stack of issues going on today. We'll cover them all over the next two and a half hours or so. We're back and we're powered by Kubota. You can take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Few text heels on the text line 0467 736 736. Morning, Paddy and Heels. See, Heels has had a rethink and thinks the Matildas can beat Spain for Olympic gold. Spain, Heels. Yep. Self-confessed greatest sporting nation on the earth. I, th- I think it's right the up World there. Cup champions. In Women's World Cup champions. What are they like in men's World Cup? Oh, they're good. So they're good in basketball, they're good in tennis, they're good yes. in golf. Jack is in... telling me that they're 2010 champions, uh, very, very good at MotoGP. Yep. Can pull a crowd. They get about 100,000 to that Valencia Grand Prix, which is normally the season ender. See? Uh, so, uh, yeah, but the Matildas can beat them. We, we just got to remember, those Matildas have just got to remember where they came from. They're, 
young Australian women that are physical and really and fit mm. and and skillful because that's how you grew up. Well, let's take on the others. Steph Catley just saying that we are getting a little older. This squad, so, yeah. You know, don't we're forget, anxious. Don't for think of that silverware. Don't think of that. Go and get your silverware mm-hmm. with with skill and courage and heart, Glenn, and, and beats pain. Glenn on the uh, text line sounds like the perfect marriage with Mitch and Alyssa never been together. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. We're she's only a, repeating what Glenn's saying. She's now That's over. That's not our uh, thoughts. So she's over there playing the WPL in India, mm-hmm. uh, having just played around Australia. And Mitch, is in Mitch New has played around Australia. He's now in uh, New Zealand before he goes to the IPL. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll probably have a little crossover in India there. And then, oh, who knows, I think the girls go to Bangladesh next, don't mm-hmm. they? You know, they're never together. And highly competitive, aren't they, apparently, on the golf course? Golf course, yeah. They play for the Steely Cup. And <laughs> and uh, Elise has become a very good golfer, long reef champion, yeah. women's champion. Yeah. So, yeah, very good. And, and Starkey hits it a mile because yeah. of how long he is. And uh, she, she, from the ladies' tees, gets it right up near the green all the time. <laughs> and now she's learned to chip. Speak, uh, speaking of quicks, uh, Neil Wagner's retirement yesterday from New Zealand was that was a little emotional. He was wasn't given he? well, he was given the tap on the shoulder that he wasn't going to play in this TT series, which starts tomorrow, Australia uh, for the Trans Tasman Trophy. Uh, this was the guy that peppered Steve Smith, had his measure there for a while, um, but Neil Wagner announced his retirement yesterday from international Test cricket. To New Zealand public and the fans. Um... I can't thank you enough for the support, for making me feel welcome, um, to make me feel like a Kiwi. Um, and, yeah, for all the chance throughout the years, uh, lifting me up when your body is sore, to be able to still do what you do. Um, you played a huge role. Yeah, and Usman spoke as well on behalf of the Australians yesterday. He was asked about Marnus's recent form dip. I see his, his overall test average has dropped from 60 to 50, but uh, uh, his Queensland teammate is not overly concerned. Uh, I would never, t- I would never tell anyone how to play, when to play, what to do. I think Marn will figure that out. Marnie's got a very up and go attitude in life in general. He's just, I've never seen him just stop. He's always doing something. Whether or not he'll be doing that when he's a little bit older, I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see, but he's going to have to figure that out himself. Right, I'll tell you two shots to look for when Marnus is in good form. Mm-hmm. Cover drive. Yep, first one, and then a, a work through mid wicket. And or no, I'll go on drive. Mm-hmm. So if he can hit down the left side of the pitch uh, as he looks at it, a pass back past the bowler, huge. And then then the bowler goes a little wider, gets away from his pads, and he's able to move his front foot wide of off and cover drive. And now they've got no answers, and he's all he's been doing is planting that front foot and squaring up. Because once you've planted your front foot, what what can you move from then on? Mm can move your hands and your arm or your hips and your shoulders square up and, and you've got no power. So he's just got to coil his power and cover drive. You see him cover drive tomorrow, you know he's he's on. Yep, we'd love to see him back in the form. We know the interesting Osman just saying that uh, retirement's not even on his mind. Um, they've got these two tests. And then they don't play again a test match until December against India when they come out for this big five-test oh, series. So. How big. Yeah. That's such a great summer to look forward to for him. He'll be rested and, and then he'll have a pre-season and bang, ready for the biggest series Australia's seen in a long time. Yep, it's 6.31. 
On Patton Heels for Breakfast, it's time for the Racing Queensland update. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Well, I can tell you where Queensland is racing today. We're racing at Doombin Hills. And with all the info, as usual, is Chris Nelson. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Paddy. Good morning, Heels. And uh, yes, you're spot on. We are racing at Doombin today. Eight races. And uh, they haven't updated the track as from yesterday it was a soft five, but I'm guessing with that fine weather yesterday, we'll be back to a good four. Yes, okay, and decent size races anyway. Yeah, decent size uh, fields in each of the races. Uh, it should be a good day. We've got some, some supporting meetings in the state. Rose Hill's a good meeting, and you'll be pleased to know this, Paddy, but I think uh, because of the weather down south in Victoria, the first race, our time, uh, is nice and early. 10.30 their time, the first race in Sandown. So, oh, uh, goodness. Hook in nice and early. Oh, heaven, and then throw in Perth. I could still be going <laughs> exactly. at 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs> and the Swedish trots later on tonight. Yeah, right that's exactly it. right. Hey, I see um, <laughs> just a, a little talk that Amelia's jewel, the WA superstar, may be headed for a, uh, a winter carnival campaign with this Radbroken mine, which it just adds a little bit of luster to our, uh, to our winter carnival, doesn't it? it? It does. I mean, this was something that was brought up a little while ago, Simon Miller, I think they're going to look for a, a, an Eastern States trainer after the uh, initial yeah. campaign, and and hopefully the horse is heading to uh, to Queensland. But that would be a massive coup for our carnival to get Amelia's jewel. Now carnival just gets closer and closer. We're getting these bigger races in Sydney and Melbourne. Uh, once they're out the way, we uh, the focus heads to Queensland within about a week. So. It'll be on our doorstep before we know it. And if we get horses the calibre of Amelia's Jewel here, it'll be just wonderful. All right, we've got some big fields at Doom in this afternoon. Yep, we have. Uh, I think there'll be a fair few scratchings out of those uh, big field races because there's quite a few emergencies. So, mm-hmm. of course, remember, scratching time is still an hour away. But as it stands at the moment, we will go with these. Race one, number five, Autora for Chris Waller and Mark Duplessis. A very consistent filly. She's only had the five starts, but she's building to a win. Uh, she ran a nice second last start behind American Fireball. The blinkers went on. She was only beaten 0.2 of a length, and there was a big gap back to the third horse. I think today's her day from gate one. So race one, number five, Autora. Race four, number 10, Lavoni, has only had three starts. Now, all three of them, or all of those starts, uh, she's hit the line really well. She's run the fastest last 200 on each occasion, and they've all been 1,000 metres. Today she gets to 1,200 metres. I think she'll be storming home right over the top of these. So race four, number 10, Lavoni. Now a couple each way. Race six, mm-hmm. number six, Regal Edition. I think looks well-placed stepping up to 13.50 today. And race eight, number nine, Shape and Power, who is over $20. Oh, No luck at all. No luck at all. Last two starts uh, can quickly... Turn around her form. She's a mare uh, this afternoon. Nothing has gone her way, and she could quite quite uh, easily uh, run into the uh, placings today, even win. So have something small each way on her at the uh, $20 plus odds. Decent combo, Munson Dolan. Yes, yes, they're going well, both of them. Robbie Dolan, of course, is going really well. He rode... uh, he rode a winner there on Saturday, a feature winner there on Saturday at, uh, at Dooman. So, yep, could go far worse than that combo, that's for sure. All right, we're going to come home with a wet sail here, but we'll start off at the 105, yep. the first race, uh, race one, the five. Then we'll move to race four, the 10, race six, the six on the each way basis, and then at big, big odds, race eight, the nine. Yep. Mm. And yep. shape and power yep. for Chris. It's not Perth today either, Paddy, it's Bunbury. 
Same thing. Ah. W. 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 Or as Tags likes to call it on trackside, Bunbury. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you call it. We're racing in WA at some stage this afternoon. <laughs> All right, mate, thanks for that. Really appreciate it. We'll chat to you Friday when you're on your way down the highway. Thanks, Chris. Look forward to it, guys. Thanks. Have a good day. Yep, you too. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We're back, and it's breakfast with Patton Hills. And we're powered by Kubota. You can take on any job with Kubota's mowers, their tractors, and their land pride attachments. Uh, very interested in that last tip from uh, Chris Nelson. Race eight to nine, $20. 26 in the paper. Oh, no, was it? Okay. Well, we'll have a crack at that. A few texts this morning. Lance, the, uh... Lance is on to me. Hills. <laughs> the Tokyo, this is good research. Tokyo medal tally, uh, Australia sixth. Spain, 22nd. Mm. And I just think they were excessively conservative with COVID because it was sort of like the Spanish <laughs> flu. So so they had to take it really careful. You said even New Zealand. New Zealand. See, New Zealand are right up there with one of the best sporting nations. And it would, Jack and I, uh, Maddie and I were talking about this would be a, a PhD project to work out the best nation in the world of sport. You'd have to wait different sports differently, mm. how global they might be, how competitive they might be, um, how, you know, how good the big boys are in it, like the USA, what, what your opponents are like. It would be an interesting uh, PhD, but it'd take a long time to do. Well, obviously, our swimmers help dominate and get us that high up on the middle table and take over Spain. Not a renowned nation, a swimming powerhouse. No, no so what, what do you do? Go a point system? So just because we're you know, right up there in swimming, we don't t- take weight out of that, do we? We add weight so you get more points yeah. and USA are involved in it and, and we're still very good. So, yeah, is, is that uh, a pattern with Spain? Do they just like their niche events mm-hmm. or well, not? We are also pretty good at the uh, track cycling. We've got a couple of double passes to give away to the National Track Cycling Championships at the, the Anamia's Velodrome, March 1 through 5, so it's not far away now, and uh, we'll give them away right now. Give, jump on the blower. Jump on the Brighton Homes mm. Open Line or the uh, Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line. 13, 13, 55. We've got a couple of double passes to the National We had Matthew track Richardson yesterday. Matty, you want to say something, mate? Yeah, I found a website here called greatestsportingnation.com mm. where they look like they've gotten that PhD we were talking about heels. Yes. And uh, they've ranked all the nations mm. per capita. So in 2023. So capita comes into it. Yep. Australia is ranked 13th. Yes. New oh, Zealand really? is ranked fourth. Wow. How good. Number one is Norway. Where's Spain? Uh, give me one second. Come on. Come on. <laughs> 11th. 11th. 24th. No. Just behind <laughs> Mongolia. Yeah. Behind yeah. Mongolia. <laughs> What's <laughs> Mongolia good at? It's football. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. Muzz uh, is showing his age. How old is Muzz? He said, park the bus, boys. Jack has lost his nerve. This is after Jack's saying that we should run all conservative tonight against Uzbekistan with a 3-0 buffer already. So uh, he's morphed into Blakey from on the buses. Now, 90% of our listeners would not have heard of Blakey on the buses. On the buses was a famous English comedy, and we've researched it. It's gone back to 1969, so we're talking 50-odd years ago. Anniversary today. First episode went to air. Oh, really? <laughs> so 
So, and not only that, he says perhaps it's a hangover from when he's parked his car last year and it got knocked off. Well, I mean, they've turned on poor Jack this morning, haven't Blakey, they? Blakey, we call Jack Blakey. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you, Murray. I'll get you, Butler. Um, <laughs> now, um, also, yesterday we had Matthew Richardson on, the cyclist. You talked yeah, yeah. about the track cycling uh-huh. uh, coming up. Uh, we t- asked him about his one-legged leg press. You know, remember you heard Anna Mears oh, yeah, yeah. talk about, and what was hers? Uh, 180, I think. Yeah. I think it was 275, um, I remember. Oh, was it? Matthew does 400. No. 400. But no. he did it once and he doesn't do that again. It takes too much out of all your, your knee and, yeah, yeah. So. It takes a fair bit to load the bars. No, well, sitting leg on. press is, you know, that one. Pushing yeah. out. Yeah. It's not a squat or anything, so you don't have to load the bars and then pick it up. But leg press, yeah, put too much pressure on everything. So they, they, he steers clear of that now. 400, 400. kilos. Mm. Yeah, their thighs mm. are just unbelievable. Um, you, you'll love it. If you haven't seen these tracks, and Anime is Valadrome, you, you get sort of up close and personal. You're right close to the racing, and you realise how steep that bank mm. is. That they ride around. So, yeah, look, jump on that phone now. The Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line, 131355, and uh, a couple of double passes to give away. Uh, the National Track Cycling Championships, March 1 through 5. It's uh, coming up to 6.48 here, Breakfast with Pat and Hales. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, 131355, or the text line is 0467 736 736. Lots on the show today. As I said, after 7.30, we'll have a chat to Wally Lewis. Um, a big day for him in Canberra yesterday, uh, representing Dementia Australia and talking about the effects of CTE as uh, Dementia Australia made their push for funding from the federal government and got uh, a very good hearing down there while he did a stack of interviews and we'll have a chat to him this morning. He, I tell you what, he'll, he'll be very upset about the passing of Daryl Vanderbilt. Yes. Um, the news would have would have filtered over to the States by now. Uh, Alf, Al, Alf and Daryl were very, very close. So he was... Semi minder to Alpha uh, Cox Plate when we were down there as guests of Ladbrokes this year. Alpha was there with uh, with Daryl, and Daryl was always the butt of Alf's jokes. You know when he's pinching you and grabbing you and stuff like mm. that. But uh, yeah, dead arming. Yeah, he and Alf great mates. And of course, as I said right at the outset of the show, uh, Daryl was no small player in one of the great stories in Queensland Rugby League in two thousand and one when Wayne Bennett orchestrated the arrival of Alf back to play in that final State of Origin game, which Queensland won 28-8. And uh, Daryl Vanderveld basically had to tick off on it because he was the coach of Warrington at the time where Alf was playing. So, yeah, look, a very, very sad loss. Uh, unexpected loss. It's sudden. Uh, uh, a guy that has has been there and done it all. He, he was one of the players for the first franchise, you know, for the team that became the Broncos. He was he was heavily involved in that. Was he, he was the Crusher's CEO, uh, as we as I've said before. He was on the board of QRL for ten years. He's seen he's seen it from every angle, from the charity side, from coaching, playing, administrator, the lot, and dearly, dearly loved was uh, Daryl Vanderbilt. We'll uh, we'll talk more about that, and uh, I'll talk to Wally about it when we uh, have Wally on at six thirty. It's coming up to six fifty. We'll be back. We're back. It's coming up to 6.55, breakfast with uh, Patton Heels. So how did you go yesterday at Stump Heels while I was away? Lost. Loophole, but lost. It was another unfair one. Uh, when when have – when what was the wording, I wonder, Jacko? When uh, have all the rugby league teams been hosted internationally outside of Australia and New Zealand? Sour grades. Um. <laughs> 
I don't know. Have we? No, where and where, not where? when. Uh, I don't know, yeah. to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, nowhere. It's this weekend's the first time. So that was the question. Yes. I'm yes. very proud of you, Jack. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Tough question. <laughs> Almost impossible, to tell you the yeah, truth. Right. <laughs> um, all right, well, we can, we can get straight into it because I have a chance of wrapping up the week, aren't oh, I? You like it, do you? Yeah. Stump Heels on SENQ. Well, we've heard his uh, rather emotional speech yesterday at his press conference. Neil Wagner retired after 64 tests for the Black Caps. Against which team did he take his best match bowling figures of 9 for 73? So his match bowling figures of 9 for 73. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so it won't be Australia because that's too easy. He did have a, a fantastic time against uh, the boys in Perth at one stage. Um, so I'm not going Australia. But um, that's, a, that's my only thinking at this stage. Mm-hmm. 260 wickets. He ends his career fifth on the New Zealand uh, all-time, which is a great effort. Yep. Um, born in, born in uh, Transvaal. South Africa. South Africa. Came across about 2009, I reckon he started to play in New Zealand. So that's why he sort of said, thanks for making me feel like a Kiwi. And he certainly played that role well. Mm. What Do you want me to answer it now? No, no, no. I'm happy to play a little bit from Luke Keery just uh, as we lead into Vegas. As I said, uh, paper awash with it today. Posters and lift outs and, and all sorts of things. It's uh, it's a great coverage in the career today. If you're looking to, number one, look ahead to the season, they've got a review of... Uh, <laughs> Or a preview of all teams' chances, but uh, a lot about a lot about who's going. Some of the celebs that might be seen in Vegas. They're talking, you know, Mahomes and the the Kelsey boys. Um, but uh, I see Greg Norman mentioned. I doubt seriously doubt that's going to happen. Liver in Saudi Arabia this week, so they their season resumes. They've had a couple of weeks off. Tom Brady is he going to work for Fox? Ah, uh, yes, signed see? by signed by Fox. On Tom a Brady might be there. Dollar deal. Yeah. Yep, there's, there's every chance he'll be there. And they'll be watching these matches, obviously Manly South, two of the old foes, and Roosters Bronx, 2.30 Sunday afternoon. Luke Keery, um, he's trying not to get caught up on the on the hype. He's just focused. Hopefully don't think about the occasion too much and just about um, the game and, and doing our job and trying to get trying to get the win. Of course, Joey Manu is, uh, has, was a late arrival uh, for the birth of a child, birth of his child. Uh, but uh, he'll be ready to rumble. If he does end up going, that's, that's totally fine and um, we'll miss him a heap, but uh, it'd be, be awesome just to watch his journey and um, hopefully he comes back one day too. Yeah, he's talking about Manu, obviously, you know, if he ends up going, it looks like it's a done deal that he's going to French rugby uh, next season. The, the money's too good to ignore. And, you, you know, he'll, as we look at, at someone like Neil Wagner yesterday and the emotion involved in his exit from the, the test arena, um, the reality hits, doesn't it? That, hey, you know, what am I going to do now? There's, you know, we've had a life as a professional cricketer and I've got to make a decision. So, Manu, uh, you can't blame him. He's just trying to shore up his future and his family's future and the, the money available over in Europe uh, next year is uh, compelling. Uh, yeah, and he's been such a great contributor and a winner. Mm. So go for it. Uh, are you ready for Stump Hills or do you want to wait until after the news? Uh, uh, I've got to wait. Okay, all right. Well, he retired yesterday, Neil Wagner, after 64 tests for well, the Black Caps. Where Cats. did he do it? 
Um, against which team did he take his best batch bowling figures of nine for 73? I think that would probably come into the realms of a very, very big clue. So okay, I'll, so I'll that's dodge away. That. <laughs> that's enough. It's away from home. You, you're like what, looking at Crick Info, eh? No. no right, not well. yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, we're heading to Vanessa of the News and we'll be back right after that with lots more. We're going to have a chat to young Keanu Keeney.